What's up, everybody, and welcome to Hold On To Your Edges, a weekly podcast hosted by myself, Angel Lakita Moore, also known as That Chick Angel, and my homie, my sister, tell them who you are. I'm Brisha Webb. I'm the woman of... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to say. You had such a great introduction. Uh, you had a good one too. I'm, I'm your friend. And I'm your friend. I'm an actress and a crazy lady. <laughs> so, hold on to your edges is literally. The random conversations me and Brisha used to have pre-COVID on each other's couch. Um, and we decided, you know what? Let's go ahead and allow the rest of the world to hear what we're talking about. So that's what you're getting. Then we have guests today. We don't have any guests. It's just going to be some me and sis time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Putting back to basics. Last, I mean, the past couple of guests that we've had have been on fire. Yeah. So, you know, it's- we yeah, we've actually had a lot of guides. If you all were, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening to Hold On To Your Edges, oh, we're about to snatch your edges off of your head. Alfred, Alfred. You're going to be a bald eagle up in this piece. But we've had some great guests. We've had Notori Naughton. We've had yes. Gabrielle Dennis. Yes. Major Luke James. James. We've had Lamorne Morris as yes. well as Jay Lee. And then we've got some, ooh, we got some fire getting ready to come to you all in some upcoming episodes. So basically, you need to be following this podcast, rating and reviewing it on Love Apple it. Podcasts. Making it more discoverable. Yeah. Is, yeah. And then you'll know when we're uploading this fire. Because we're about to set your edges, okay? So, uh, we start every episode off with um, just uh, amazingness. Amazing. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's a little awkward. For me, sometimes. Angel's always awesome. Uh, It's never awkward, Brisha. Ever. Ever. It's always amazing. You know what I'm saying? There are songs that a lot of people are like, how did Macy Gray? Okay. Had a hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. In- I gotta say goodbye and I choke. Right. Gotta walk. She got a cigarette in her throat. Her singing her voice is mm-hmm. the speaking voice of COVID 19. That oh. is what her singing I've voice I've never thought of it like that. That is. Gotta walk away and I stumble. Yeah. Yeah. That's COVID coming for you. That's what that I is. Hide it. That's clear. <laughs> So what I'm trying to say to you is nothing you have ever done has not been at least a hit. You know what I'm saying? So don't even don't ever talk down about your voice, friend. Thank you, friend. And I want everybody to get a friend like Angel because it lifts you up when you're down. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Well. We start. I'm sorry, I just put a chip in my mouth. Like I'm not doing a podcast. And it got really loud all of a sudden. All I right. want to shout out my friend's jacket that's now getting entirely too hot. This is Bishop <laughs> Carmonte. You know, if you're not watching, it's a gorgeous jacket. Gorgeous so. pink jacket that I was supposed to wear somewhere, but we're in COVID. So <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. 
I didn't get to it's wear right. it. Take a picture of yourself in it. And yeah. both it. It's cute. It's um, so we have a song. We have a song. Completely improv. improvised. Yeah. Um, should I tell them the topic or we should just do it? They just do it. I don't even need to know. This is based off of audience suggestion from the people who are here. We have some Abrisha's followers. We have my Patreon members, the Angel Wings. So they are the ones that gave us what this topic is going to be. And Brisha's going to choose the style. Let's do it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Give them the praise, God. Kanye, you done fucked up my life now. Kanye, you want to get these votes any way you can. Give them the Trump. Give them the can. Kanye. Keep marrying all these girls. I don't know which one you're going to take. You got Kim, yay. You got your children. Got the votes going everywhere. Now you want to run for president. You want to keep praying. I don't know what you're saying. I like your music. But I don't want your full president. Kanye. Mm. Stop playing. Mm. Kanye. Mm. Stop playing. Angel. Mm. It's a wow, wow, west. Well, you're messing with Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> doing his best on his medication. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's a vacation. Uh, mm -hmm. Doing a little cold process. Uh, mm -hmm. Because Kanye yeah. is making a mess. Uh, he's going to rap in. And producing these songs yeah. because everything is doing right now, it's surely wrong. Oh, oh come on, Jay. Stop playing. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was great. I was like, oh, who are we talking yeah. about? That was great. Uh, so you all can let that fire bless you. Yeah, let that bless you. I mean, it was Ooh, an upbeat yeah. country. which It was I'm an upbeat country gospel fusion. Yeah, I liked it. It in the leg and then it just came. Improv brilliance. Huh? Improv brilliance. Improv brilliance. Okay. That's what I call it. That's what I love it. I love it. Thank you, Pam Ellis, for loving it. Pam said you. he doesn't deserve that song. It's how good it was. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, so we've come to the part of our podcast where we talk about edge snatchable moments, something from either Black Twitter or the news lines that have snatched our edges. Edges. And I would like to go first, if you Please, don't mind. Please, sis, go first. Go first. Go first. My edges are snatched because Ooh. my sis was submitted for not one, but two for your consideration, Emmy nomination. She's up against herself, you guys. Like, yeah. how boss is that? So <laughs> let me explain the process so you all could know what, yeah. what happens. So- in order to make it onto the Emmy nomination like card, 
the producers or the network in which your show is on have to submit you to the Emmys voter, whatever you want to call it. Like, and they um they have different categories. Risha has been submitted for supporting actress in a comedy series. So um she uh worked on a black AF. Wait a minute, were you were you for supporting actress or guest star? Guest star, both. Guest mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me even more proud. So yeah. guest star on Black AF, which yeah. is on Netflix, which if you, if you all haven't watched it, you can go ahead and watch. Brisha has a great episode in there where she's acting with Nia Long and Rashida. Yeah. Dreams and, coming for us. I mean, and just holding her own. As well as her work in Sherman Showcase. You get to see her play Mary J. Blige in Sherman Showcase. If you haven't Ooh, seen it. Well as- uh, just an adjacent of Anita Baker. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Thank you. Um, but from here, those people who are members of the, uh, what is it called? It's not the Television Emmy. Academy. Yeah, it's like the Television Academy. Mm-hmm. Will then vote from the list of people who have been submitted. So it's a huge honor to even be submitted. I um, was submitted last year, found I out. Was about to put you on blast. I was about to put you on blast. I'm going to let you finish. That was like, my sis was nominated last year, okay? I was. I was. I was submitted for nomination last yes. year. was a complete surprise. But to be submitted from two different shows, like, that's a big, big fucking deal. Okay. That's really nice. It's a big deal. It's like, so, you know, Tiffany Haddish, mm-hmm. who we love, has mm-hmm. an Emmy. And that's because she won in this category. She yeah. was nominated by SNL. SNL, uh, um, SNL submitted her for a guest star when she was on there as the host. And from there, she was voted up to be nominated. And then from there, she won. So that is what we are hoping for. We're praying for that. Because why not now? Why, why not, not now? now? I'm in two categories. I'm in the same category twice. Let me live. Look like, this girl must be good. She in there twice. Two times. Same two year. I'm doing COVID. And what's great, I mean, like, when does the when does the voting close? Uh, yeah. July 13th. July 13th. So soon. Mm-hmm. But what's great is that the playing ground is a little more level because you can kind of sort of campaign, but it, there are so many rules. So um, Angel had to tell me about them because I was like, vote for me. And she was like, you can't do that. I was like, Brisha, don't do that. Don't do, 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 do that. Because I don't want for somebody to be petty and be like, once you make it on the ballot, to be like, oh, but she, she disqualified herself. No, ma'am. No, I did not. No, I did not. I took it um, down. I took it down. Like, language. Okay. So like out here in Hollywood, you all don't see these where you all are from. Uh, well, most of you all from out here in Hollywood, there are billboards that say for your consideration. It'll have like the entire cast of a show or we get trade magazines like Variety and the SAG after um, um, magazine magazine. Um, yeah. And so they, um, the the producers or the networks of the show pay for these ads and stuff. But now that COVID is happening, I don't feel like it's as much as like put in our face because it's just like what's like going on? We're going to events, we're going yeah. to so many things, you know, just but now since COVID, 
you can just celebrate at home yeah. with yourself and your friends. Yeah. And like you can have a huge social media presence and probably reach more. You have to be in order to vote. You have to be a member of the television um, academy. So fans can't vote. This is not like the BET Awards where there's like a fan favorite. It's literally your peers that work in the same aspect of the industry. So I can only vote for actors. What'd you say? What'd you say? Timor said she is an important ear in the game. <laughs> she yes. vote for Risha. Timor. Oh, 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 okay, come, okay, come on, Timor. Come on, team. Come on, team. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so like costume designers can only vote for costume designers. Mm -hmm. Actors can only vote for actors. So look at Wigisha. So that snatched my edges. This. Thank you, friend. Thank you. I love you. Thank okay. you. And I was able to celebrate that on her birthday. So it was very special. It was so good. When she showed it to me, I was like, what? Two? No. So what's your uh, uh, ish natural moment? Well, I don't want to come in being depressing, but I mean, Kanye running for president and he didn't oh. even sign up for anything. Um, we just have to remember that there are TikTokers and young people that are involved right now and they would just vote for, for Kanye as a joke um, yeah. because they don't believe in Joe Biden or Trump. So they'll just go with Kanye and those votes will essentially just go in Trump's favor. Mm -hmm. um, so please tell your kids or youngsters around you, including myself, not to vote <laughs> for Kanye. Yeah. Um, because him and Kanye, Trump and Kanye are definitely friends. So, you know, that's just been my main agenda and finding justice for Breonna Taylor and Elijah. Um, mm -hmm. But right now, what's snatching my edges is that Naya uh, Rivera. I know. Has not been found. Oh. And everybody has taken it upon themselves to create some conspiracy, you know, theory or how it happened. And I'm oh, like, man. we don't know anything. And just to even imagine uh, a, a girl drowning, this this mother, this young mother who, you know, the, with, her child. Child, with her child, this, the boy was in the boat, her son, four-year-old boy. And it was kind of confusing when they reported it last night. The newscaster, or not the newscaster, the police or the firemen or whatever that found the boat and the little boy, they kept saying the little girl, the three-year-old little girl, when clearly it was a little boy who's four years old. So it was kind of like... Wait a minute. The boy was in the boat by himself? By himself. Oh, she did. Oh, man. She did? You think she did? Ain't no mama just going to leave their baby. The baby in the boat. boat. But then it's like, how does she get? out of the book like did she place her son down and he went to sleep because i said like you know you listening to music the baby sleep you're like i'm gonna take a dip in a pool and you know take a dip in the lake or the wherever she was and then you drown but the baby's already safe and sound you know right what I mean? right so she probably um got pulled under by something and you know the baby can't do nothing uh, like my 10 year old wouldn't even be able to help me if that happened it would just I'd be SOL. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, oh, that's man. just pulling my edges right now. I mean, I was definitely a fan of Glee. And mm -hmm. I know she was a child actress. And to see 
so much love and outpour go out about her is really great because you know Big Sean had that song saying yeah, yeah. That song. I bet you he mourning too though I, I bet, bet you he, he mourning too because he shouldn't have said it about her listen anytime a man he write a song crazy. about you he thinking about you he, he write a whole song whole song girl whole song whole song I did not realize the the baby had survived and yeah, um and the uh, what the angel wings are saying over here is that she didn't even have it, a life vest on. Is that she had jumped in the water and her son said, saw her uh, do that. He said they were swimming and he got back in the boat and she didn't. See, so traumatic. It is. That is traumatic. That's the saddest thing. Oh man, I'm doing 2020 is. I'm mm. over it. I mean, I know I've I've been blessed in my 2020. Thank God. Thank you. We have everything that we need. But the the lives that have been lost in 2020, it's just not cool. Con, I mean, I'm not, well, Jesus, let me look. Let me let me. Kobe, the case got me confused with the syllable in the vowel. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. So many people died already. Yeah, it's just like another. Uh, no, when he gone, he died. Uh -uh. No, I don't think it's suicide because let me tell you, ain't nobody gonna leave their son. There. Ain't nobody gonna drag their baby into that. That and drowning is one of the worst ways to die. To die. That's there why I don't. Ways. That is why I haven't learned how to swim, and I'm not going in no situation like that. I don't go on no boats. Mm -hmm. That's how they brought me here. Yeah. It's mm -mm -mm -mm. just so sad. So it is sad. so sad. That is what's um. in my edges, and I need oil and some castor oil just to massage to grow them back because it's not cool. No. Um, but what I, else? I mean, Kanye. I talked to Tiffany. She shaved her hair off. <clears throat> Tiffany had it. Tiffany had shaved her hair off. Why? She is such an explorative brave person and she just said she did not know what was underneath her scalp she had her locks in forever since this whole you know quarantine she got it done like right right when this all started Wait, and she had locks well i mean you know like the braided like the ones okay. i had uh -huh. you know and she just was like about to take them out and she just started cutting them and she was like she's been talking about it forever so it looks like Girl, she okay? Call your friend, uh -huh. but she's been talking about cutting her hair. Oh, okay. So yeah, oh, now's the best time to do it, right? Like, see if you like it or not. But um, sure. she shaved her head off, and it's been like it's been like a complete news. Like everybody's talking about it, and it's because that's you for a black woman for a black. And I mean, she's shaved it down. Mm. Oh and my she looked god. Good. I mean, she was like, she knows how many moles she has. Like she scale. wants to count every mole, every scar. She wants to know her body. She's and super Tiffany brave. Was not, she was not high, right? She no, was, no. Okay. She was like, she got in the shower and she said she's been having so much fun taking baths and showers, and she hasn't had to worry about her hair. It's mm -hmm. so freeing. It's so empowering to know yep. that she loves herself from the outside within. No, it's I'm like this is the best time to do it. The best yeah. time to explore, to be like, let's see. 
What does it look like? What does it look like? Yeah. And I had that time in college. Like, I cut my hair off in college. You didn't shave it bald. I didn't shave it bald, but I had to Eva Pickford. I was blonde, you know? It was close. I was born. It was close. I I was sent something. I don't know if it's true. Mm. Um, That they're putting something together. I don't know which state. I don't think it's federal. Okay. Something called the Karen Act. Where they're going to make it illegal to call the police on someone just based off of their race. Yes. And I am elated. I love it. But did you see what it stands for? The K? It's not a K. It's a C. It's a C. It's a C. What Karen Act. Yeah, I forgot. I, I got to find it. Maybe we can put it in the notes. But I read it and I was like, yes, yes. Whoever, whoever did that is hella petty. And I love it. I the love fact it. they were like. And not only that, we are going to name it. It was San Francisco. These- it was San Francisco. Thank you, Jazz. Okay. Good. Good that, on is, that is so good. I'm glad they're calling it the Karen Act. Um, because as much as they you talk about, I don't like being called a Karen. You mean I don't like to because you need to set in that. If you yeah. if you that don't don't get caught up in the word set mm-hmm. in the, the set in the fact that you have strong racist uh, tendencies and that you're willing to put somebody's life in danger just because you don't like them because of the color of their skin just because they're doing something that you disapprove of them doing only because they are a person of color so go on somewhere and get, on that somewhere. get that Karen and you, know, you know that Karen that was in the um in the uh, Central Park. Uh huh. Here with the Central Park, yeah. And the black dude who's like graduated from Harvard or Yale or something like that. Uh-huh. He's like a garden extraordinaire or whatever. Yes. Girl, he don't want to press charges. I heard. I saw. I said I press. I will press charges for you. I'll press it. You know everybody. You remember press when it. I good press? You it. remember when our good friend Marquita went through it and she didn't want to have that woman arrested. She was just like, I just, uh, I just didn't want to, there was a child involved. She was like, then that child would have been taken by the police. I've been like, yeah, all of that. would have been taken because she's not, that Karen doesn't deserve. Mm. She was like, she's since moved all this other stuff, yada, yada, yada. So like, he's not the first person I've heard, like, you know, in that moment when they feel like they have a lot of power in their hands decide I'm going to be the bigger person. You know, I feel like black folk be the bigger person a lot. And we I were the bigger person by coming. We were the p- bigger p- people by being here forced to work. Uh-huh. Full free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have they children, make sure their children was breastfed. Uh-huh. That's what uh-huh. I'm pressing for. Press, press, press. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. be a Press. Uh-huh. All these hangings that they saying that that, that that was suicide. Press. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. The wrong thing is going she's up. Hard. She oh, that's she's not hard. what I wanted to put up. I wanted to put up this all day for this. Nails on, some jeans. Yes. Do all, all the do, pressing. All of the pressing is happening. Pressing everything. Pressing all for the for the ancestors. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm pressing for. Yeah, yeah, we do be, we be, we be so understanding, and it's just like I don't feel like it. 
I don't feel like it. Don't call on my Christianity if that day comes. No, even that 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 trial that they had. Remember when the judge came down and hugged, you know, the white officer, and it was like he asked for the Bible. It's just like we just be so need that compassion in us. Mm -mm, press it, press it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna press it. Press, 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 press. Mm -hmm. So, um, and cool today, you guys, we wanted to talk about some things that we realized, God dang it, this is inappropriate. It's really this ain't, this ain't right. How, how is, how is this even happening in 2020? Yeah. Still. Still, things that we didn't realize that back in the day were we enjoyed. We yeah. enjoyed it. We were saying these things, watching these movies, enjoying these things, and then we look at them now with the adult mind, mm -hmm. and we're like, That's "This is uh, don't keep wrong, 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 wrong." wrong. wrong. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, we uh, were having a conversation. What was the, you had brought up something, Brisha, in yes, the conversation, huh? Oh, what I brought, what did I bring up? That's yeah. In the conversation that made me go, oh, girl, that's what made me think of such and such. Well, I was doing some recreational fun by myself. <clears throat> and I ended up watching Clueless because that movie makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. When I remember growing up, I loved Clueless and I just started watching it and it just made me so happy. Uh -huh. And I was watching it, <clears throat> you know, there's Cher and she's, you know, blonde and you got Dion, Stacey Dash canceled, but loved her in this. And she's definitely 30 something in this movie. And, you know, and you're just watching it and you're into it. And then all of a sudden you see that Cher falls in love with her stepbrother. Yes. Uh -huh. Her stepbrother. Uh -huh. They didn't have any type of blood between them. But everybody was so accepting at the end. Like. That she fell in love with her stepbrother. And yeah. he was having feelings for her too. And I mean. I just, uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, and how the father okayed everything, and she was like, "I'm just gonna just be, you know, I'm gonna try to play with the big boys, and I'm gonna try to highlight everything, and I highlighted wrong." And he's like, "You fucked it up. Go shopping." And she was like, "I didn't want to be shopping anyway. I was trying to be with you guys." He said, like, "You just be stupid and shop." And fall in love with your stepbrother. <laughs> I love you impersonating her voice. <laughs> and you said, you said, never want. It was so Pornhub. Exactly. It was definitely a Pornhub fantasy. And mm -hmm. I was like, your brother, you know, she's watching, she's in these short skirts and, you know, and she's like, uh, uh, she's sending herself flowers for the gay guy and, that's cool. Um, I thought that I always thought that part was so funny. And I, <laughs> I was like, she's going all above and beyond. And this guy is so gay. It's so cute. Um, 
So yeah. And then I realized that Brittany Murphy was definitely on drugs. Oh, in the movie, you're like about drugs. And I don't know what my brain at that age was thinking. I was like, Brittany Murphy's so funny. (laughs) She was definitely like a recovering. And she was like, oh my God, they have Coke. I'm going to go over there. And they're like, no. So Cher (laughs) was trying to stop her friend from doing Coke. I mean, it was just, it was life changing watching it as an adult. Speaking of that. Uh, I just want to bring up this fact that that Brisha just made me aware of. And when she said it, I finally realized it. Is that our intro where Brisha goes, Hold on to your edges. Is from Rolling with the Homies. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> FYI. 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 And it wasn't like the song, the the melody for rolling with the homies is different than rolling with the homies. That's yeah. what Brittany Murphy did. She was she just wanted to show us that she could sing. I was obsessed with Brittany Murphy. I, I can was, see. I, I can see. So uh one of the inappropriate moments I wanted to bring up, most of mine are from music. I follow Essence on Instagram and they put up the performance they had Bell Bev Bill no Bell Biv DeVoe perform, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so they, they were the singing, um, okay, they mm-hmm. were singing the song, It's driving me out of my mind. That song, that's why it poison, hard for mm-hmm. me to find. Well, they get to the rap and they're like, uh, Backstage, underage, adolescent. How you doing? Uh, she, she replied, I, I like to do the wild thing. Action took place. Hey, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Like, the fact <laughs> that they didn't cut yeah. that portion of the song out in 2020. Like, I get it. It it happened in 1990, whatever. And maybe that could have been acceptable because fake ideas were definitely a thing. But like, in a song, to acknowledge that you know, because she says, uh, he said, backstage, underage, adolescent. How you doing? He's like, how you doing? How you doing? They say that to Misha. And I was like, sorry, I'm responding to one of the comments. They no, say I that. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, how do you feel comfortable now? Having children. Having children. You're grown. You're really old. To say that. Like. But my point is, why do they say backstage, underage? And if you missed it, adolescent. Adolescent disrespectful it is oh yeah uh one of the uh, angel wings also brought up uh they say you know there's a part they're like how do you know me and the crew used to do her me Ew. and the crew used to do her that, I mean, me and the crew used to do this pe- we're pedophiles now We'll see. I don't, I'm trying to think. Is that's the same part? Uh, I say, Andre, Ellis, how you doing? Ah, she flat ass. Ah, I like to do the wild thing. Action took place. Hey, no, won't get it. The day, uh, the end, and the why, y'all. I need a body bath. That's not in the same portion. That's in a different okay, part. I guess I am about to look up these lyrics. 
that's in a different part of the song. Then they're just talking about a chick in that part of the song. At least, I mean, at least running a train ain't illegal if the woman is down. But having sex with an un underage person and writing about it? What? I'm surprised that like when we talk, when, when, it's crazy that when we talk about like lyrics and stuff and we think about people like N.W.A. that had a whole song called F the Police. And that was just like a huge like, like, you can't say that. But like a song literally talking about having sex with a teenager and you all are grown men. And yes, it definitely probably was not fiction because these celebrities, especially musicians, were putting their penis up in anything that was willing and some probably that weren't. I mean, my favorite song, I Want You and I Want You to Want Me Too, Marvin Gaye, is definitely about a 16-year-old. What? Yeah. What did tell me what I want to want? Yeah. Tell me the backstory on mm -hmm. that. And then the right way, I want you. Like, and I want you to want me to. He's like, I don't want to rape you. But how do you know you. that it's a seven? How do you know it's about a teenager? A baby. Because her mother was a thought. I mean, you know, I'm just listening to blogs. I don't know nothing. Uh, you don't know. But no, you got to give some tea. I don't know much. But I did do my studies. And I was out with my girlfriends one night. And they love, they're all from Chicago. And, you know, Chicago loves R. Kelly. And, you know, even though they listened to him in private, I was part of that private moment. Uh-huh. And, you know, they were feeling sexy. We had a couple drinks and they were like, oh, I want to hear Seems Like You Ready. I want to hear Seems Like You Ready. And so they played the Seems Like You Ready. And they started playing a couple more songs. And at the beginning of his songs, if you have time, he starts the song off with Baby. I'm just saying. He was talking about children. But every Ooh, he said baby. He said baby at the beginning. Like, seems like you're ready. You could just be like, seems like you're ready. Like he could just go right into it, but he went, baby. Some kind of way in the beginning of the song, he always starts it with baby. Are you talking about um, R. Kelly? R. Kelly, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know his songs. I was like, what? I was like, baby. Yeah. R. Kelly was definitely talking about kids. Well, we mean, already know that now. But he could have said grown woman. We know right now that no, he wasn't talking about no <laughs> he was grown definitely woman. Talking about children. He was talking about the real nursery. Baby. Yeah, real well, nursery. nursery. And their nursery rhymes. Really, truly, if you listen to Seems <laughs> like you read it. He was a Pied Piper. I feel like he gave us so many hints. He did. He gave he us did. all the hints that he was inappropriate. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, sing to us. Sing I want to have sex to your music. I did not like, you know, let me tell you about something inappropriate in real life that happened to me. What? Girl, uh-oh, hold on. Um, my phone was like, let's watch a video. I had a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And um, wait a minute. Did I tell y'all? I think I told this on. 
is this gonna cause an argument? There were there was two times that I feel like um I was in a relationship and didn't know, right? Like that oh. there were female friends of mine that I didn't realize were kind of claiming me. Huh? It, yeah, like, yes, Brisha. Yes. Like not knowing they weren't, they they were not in lesbian relationships at the time. Oh wow. Yes, like one came out after we left high school. And then looking back at like the letters she had wrote me and how she was possessive of me, I was like, girl, yes. I was like, what wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are they still lesbian now? One I think is um still kind of closeted. I think she's a she's aware of, but she's not no, she's she's not. The other one, absolutely, right? And they, they wanted Angel. They wanted Angel's butler. Yes, because here's the thing. I the first girl, her brother was trying to holler at me, and she got really angry, like really upset with me when I was like, All right, I'll let him holler. Like he bought me like a Christmas gift. Like she was writing, she would be like, I can't believe I was like, yo, I ain't done that with him. He's like, he seems nice. Why can't we at least talk. And then once I went through, like, this is like after I had the twins, because I keep all my letters. Yeah. I, um, Two of my homegirls that I grew up with were out here visiting me. And I was like, let me pull out these old letters. And when we were reading the letters, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> were we? Did she think we were in a relationship? Or she was treating it like we were in a relationship. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Good to know. So there was another chick when I got older, right? That like I had to be, I was like, you like you too team. Right, you team too much. Like we we friends and you you really like she even put, I remember this is when I knew that that like, oh, okay, yeah, no, me and you ain't gonna be able to hang out because you're doing too much. Is when I had can't one. I had came back. That was the first time I, I came back to Kentucky. It was the first time I went out on a date with Marcus. But I was also trying to see what was happening between me and the minister of music, right? I was like, we going we to see. We're going to buy a coastal pimp. Okay. I had told her, because at the time we were like friends, that I was like, oh, I went out on a date with this dude that I have been feeling for a while back in Kentucky. I was like, I don't know where this is gonna go, but I'm pumped. She went and told the music, the 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 the, the minister of music, low hater. I said, he said, I heard you had a nice date. I was like, <laughs> but the inappropriate thing, isn't it? Because nothing inappropriate ever happened between me and her. The inappropriate thing was one day I was picking her up from her house because she was uh, younger than I was. Didn't She didn't have a car. She was uh, still living with her parents. Mm-hmm. And so I went to pick her up. Her father was like, while she was upstairs getting her stuff, her father was like, so you an actress, huh? I said, yeah. He said, so tell me what uh, you would do in a scene if it went like this. Grabs me by my arms. Oh, hell fucking no. <laughs> turns me to him and pulls me close like that. Like that. And I said, 
girl, I said the girl's name. I said, girl, I'm ready to go. Come down here. I'm ready to go. And he was like, ha, 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 ha. That's the last time I ever stepped foot in that house. dangerous demons up in there. I was so disgusted. That is disgusting, daddy. Like, ew. The father. The father. That's why. How old was I? I was like 24, 25 at the time. And I'm like, I'm friends with your daughter. And you really think just because she's upstairs, what would you do in a scene like this? I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Nope. Oh, and he was like, 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 not even like, you know how sometimes your friends have attractive fathers and you yes. just like, your daddy is a zaddy. No. This one. No. No. And he was so much, oh my God, he was so much bigger than me. That was the other thing. He was so much bigger than me. And I was like, so that was the reason why I was like, if I could just like defuse this, that's what I'm going to do. If not, then yes, I'm going to have to fight him and I'm going to find something heavy because if this nigga hit me, <laughs> I ain't getting back up. That's what's not going to happen. But yeah, like that made me go, let me completely distance myself from this. Well, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was Who like, let distance myself. I be ignoring that child's that that lady's phone calls. I know she's still like, we were cool. Like, what's up? She's married. I'm like, no, all that weirdness that happened. I can't even. Katie. Somebody in the chat just said that's giving me Drew Hill never make a promise music video vibes. And mm. I remember listening. I mean, <clears throat> If you don't know, I'm from Baltimore City. Yeah, you are. Um, and Drew Hill just happens to be my imaginary cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I remember that music video. And I remember that that story was even kind of gross. Because they were like, I got to listen back to that song. I got to look at that video. Because first of all, it's a classic. Drew Hill is a classic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just like stories that we hear about my girlfriend's that were like, I was always so young. I wanted to be young forever. I did not condone myself or operate with w- girls that were acting like women. My mm-hmm. mom would go, hang out with them. And I'd be like, no, ma, they are for the streets. <laughs> like I knew they are like, for the streets. they're for the streets. I am not for the streets. But one of my girls, it was like, it was like when we were riding our bikes back in the day, there was a girl that was like dating somebody's father. Like, yes, we were like 16, 17, but she was like, uh-huh. what? Dating somebody's whole daddy? Oh, daddy girl. Now she had a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? More than I had. Uh huh. But I'm just saying, I remember riding my bike because I was still acting my age. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was riding bikes. I had a driver's license, but I didn't have gas money, you mm-hmm. know? Mm hmm. 
Girl. going on in the streets because these men's uh these men are nasty that's what it is nasty. I, I remember working at this place there was a place in lexington kentucky that basically all anybody who was black that was a teenager that needed a job worked mm-hmm. at this place it was called micro city micro what were they selling there Nothing. It was like what we do. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we were, nothing. Um, what they did, they were we were responsible for handing out the free lunch in the parks. Mm-hmm. A micro city was basically it literally was a city for teens. That's what it was called. That's why it was called that. Micro city. We had a mayor, we had a council board, all that stuff. So, like all the black kids, all the hood kids, everybody worked for micro city. I wanted a job, so I was like. You know, my black friends were working at Micro City. So I was like, I'm going to apply for Micro City. Now, the guy who was over Micro City, uh, Dr. Ronald Barry, who uh, he had a whole salacious thing happen. He was taken to court, said that he had been touching on the boys. But prior to prior, like prior to him going to court, I worked there. And once he met my mama, he knew he couldn't have me out here in these parks because he was like, these kids is wilding so i had wow. to work. i worked in the office he i didn't i didn't experience none of the summer heat i was a data entry clerk he was like you ain't one of these hood kids angel <laughs> you got to work here in the office so he was always good to me but I, I wouldn't be surprised if something had happened with with him and some of the the guys but anyways and it and it was probably unfortunately like sought out both ways like boys knowing that he was gay and like wanting to experience that and being like you know yeah what's coming but that's not even the inappropriate part what is this the inappropriate part was the grown men that worked there there was one in particular i still remember him kenneth barbara Ooh, nothing, nothing ever happened between because I, I, I already having people in my family that had dealt with rape and molestation, I already was kind of like you already know what it is, and and you yeah. know what I want to also shout out to parents that talk to their children about everything because mm-hmm. it really does help your kid know what's going on. Yes, yes. And so what to be weary of. Mm-hmm. By the time I was 16, I was already thick, like thick in a good, like in the good way. Like you were Janet, you were Janet. Right. Like just like, boop. boop. And he's wanted to take me out to lunch, pay for my meals, all this stuff. And I'm just like, why does this grown man who has a wife, uh, have children, children want to take me out? To take feed me for lunch, I can have the free lunch with all the hood rats, and I'll be a okay. Got a box lunch ready, right? Why are you trying to take me to go get some wings and things? I will sit my butt here. And there was a couple of times where he was just like, "Ain't you? You want to get something to eat? I'll take you out to lunch. Come on, let's go, sir." Sir, this first of all, you're not attractive to me. So you can't even you can't even get me in my head based off of, oh, you're so cute. Right, right. Let me, I just want to be near you. Like, no, you look like a grown ass daddy. Like get get out of here with that. And um, and I've and 
that was the only thing like I had to worry about that summer. I didn't have to worry about the the hot ass boys or the mean ass girls, but I did have to worry about the grown men. I was only 16 at the time. So like, I am sure that foolishness would have worked on some other girls and it's not their fault. Like it's just not their fault. But no. like he had messed with the room. I was like, sir, you see, I'm way too put together. Like, don't don't try to tap into my brain right now. Like, don't Jesus, <laughs> Jesus knew because I look 12 forever. I just started looking like a grown woman. That's why y'all getting these towel pictures and <laughs> and these parking photos. Cause this booty is just now looking like my age. I'm not like I, I'm looking like I'm a good thick. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, come on, come on, somebody. Come on, come on. I'm up here with Meg the Stallion, feeling yeah. like I'm the same age. And at 16, I was looking like somebody's Meg the Stallion. At 16, I was looking a good 22, 25. My Girl, body was you deserved that music contract. You <laughs> deserved MTV. That's what you deserved. Okay. That's yeah. what you deserved. Yeah, no, it was just so, and I mean, oh my goodness. I, he was really like low key, just. pedophile In thought, oh, because none of that, there was like maybe one other girl. I think, no, I think I was the only girl that worked in the office. There were grown women that worked mm-hmm. in the office. And there was a guy closer to my age that worked in the office. But um, as far as the, uh, the the like any other younger girl i was the only one that was in the office and had i told even though ronald berry did his stuff had i told ronald berry that he would have fired him yeah he would have been like oh get get the hell up out of here which you're not about to do even though look on the screen brisha even though, yeah. look, look on the screen brisha i think they're saying your eyeline is too far off maybe oh I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> um. So I had another. I'm looking at Angel. I had another music moment that was. Oh, what what was your music moment? Yeah, I was getting ready for one of my birthdays one year, and for those of y'all who don't know me, I love ratchet music. I do. I mean, I love the songs with all the bees and the hoes and the oh, yeah. all that stuff. The the just trap beat. We talking about drugs. Not that I want to participate in any of it, but there's something about the griminess of the song that makes me be like, ah, ah, ah right? Thank so, you, Erica Williams. She says I still look like I have to go to homeroom. <laughs> You know what? I think T. Moore might have been saying you look young on the screen and it just got scrambled. And I think that's what uh, sometimes I have to figure out what people are writing and realize that words are all over the place sometimes. I'll take them all. I'll take them all, guys. Um, so yeah, I um love a good rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat song. Um, so I uh was putting together a playlist and I was like, Ooh, let me put on some up. Let me put up jumps the boogie on there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was my first time ever hearing it on like, not the radio. I don't, version. I don't really know the lyrics. 
Well, I finally got to hear the lyrics because I was just like, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, we figured out what she was saying. She said, Brisha looked good on the screen. So like I said, some of the letters got tore up. That's what she was saying to you earlier. She retyped it. Well, I hope I, I hope I don't disappoint you in person. (laughs) You're just as gorgeous. Just as gorgeous. (laughs) We both are. So I was listening to Up jumps the boogie a few years back a couple of things that they said that make me go you what do you want to say that are you really saying that in the song magoo says i fiend for all beats like girls jump for dicks oh that's literally a line for the beat just like girls jump for dicks is just take the jump, the just. I fiend for these. I fiend for all beats like girls jump for dicks. Okay. I was like, what? But this is the part because now in a society we can't be saying a bunch of homophobic stuff. Like at one point in time, it was what everybody was doing. So to hear it in this song, he says, he says, hold on, let me find it. It's in the same. Let me just read that stanza because yeah, it's in yeah. the same thing. Okay. He says, I fiend for all beats like girls jump for dicks. Don't salt the next man. Keep that Lindbergh shit up in the cut like gay niggas and butts. Oh, God. I said, <laughs> like gay niggas and butts. I said, say the F word. He didn't. He said the N word, which they all he might as well have with all that. What he said, (laughs) I was like, like gay dudes in bars. He was like, we gonna show you how we give it up. We trying to be Aaliyah with the uh, (laughs) with the the bang. I said, like gay news and butts. Is that what we're saying? Magoo, that that was the the hot eight bars you wanted to to drop? Well, he said with that little like that little voice. I don't know why I have the hiccups. He said <laughs> that I was like, Am I a baby? Uh, <laughs> you are. R. Kelly would love you. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> it would make it elite. it would make it legal. Oh. Um, but he has herpes. Anywho, um <laughs> he you know, he has that weird voice. Uh-huh. You know, he's like mega jabadugas. Yes, like he has that like goof. Like, look, this is funny. I have, I have hiccups, but you know, he has a goofy voice where it makes it like, oh, it's so cute. Did you just hear me squeak? Yes, you sound like a child, like a squeak toy, like <laughs> a squeak toy. <laughs> like they even say, uh, I think this is Timberland who says this. Prepare to get wet like Jerry Curl Juice. You tight like virgin pussy. My rap get you loose. Wait, do 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 men like virgin pussy? Like when I was a virgin, it was it was not fun. Listen, I don't know what they like. Um, I only know what my husband likes. And that's right. That's based right. Off, based off of these four kids. I think he's okay with not having a virgin. 
Um, but I think that's something that dudes be they they want to be able to conquer. And his his um, comparison was about the tightness, tight like a virgin's mm. pus. That's why like okay. Yeah. But even still, though, like back in the day, most of these chicks that were virgins and even today are teenagers. They're yeah. teen. Well, you're still talking about an adolescent because there are very few women that make There are women that do. Yep. But there are a lot of women who don't make it out of their teens as virgins. So more than likely he's talking about an adolescent yet again. Yet again, yet again. Leave the babies alone. Leave so the babies alone. It's so disgusting. Like, it, it, I mean, it, when you think about Aaliyah, okay, 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 okay. I mean, we didn't skip all over that baby. Yes, she was just being taken advantage of. A lot okay. of people in the music industry, these young girls, they get, I even think about Ashanti. Like, they that, just get that taken. Lab always was a little like haunting to me. <laughs> I was like, like that holds secrets. It holds hold secrets. And you it makes you think like the only people that potentially might have been protected is like a Beyonce because her dad and you know if her dad's doing all the things he's supposed to do, like that's the only way you can be protected. Is if your parent is your manager because sometimes he, sometimes because sometimes, yeah. sometimes, and not, sometimes not. Sometimes they will pimp you out to make a buck. Oh my God. Did you have another inappropriate moment, Brisha? Girl, no. I mean, it's just, I feel like everything that I was raised on was inappropriate. Even Big Bird. Bird. You, uh, (laughs) why Big Bird? I don't know. I I, I bet if I dig deep enough, I find something inappropriate about Big Bird. I'm going to only touch on it slightly, but uh, because me and Kev decided not to talk about it on. Um, here's the thing, and I know you didn't watch it, and I also don't want you to drag yourself down a hole that you can't get out of. Please, but I have I do, huh? Would you say? Please do. I have nothing to do. No, no, no. I don't want to drag you. I mean, socially get you dragged down a hole. I don't want to do that to you. So I'm only going to touch on this slightly. Oh. So we, uh, me and Kev watched this closure, and which is a documentary about the. Uh, trans community especially as it relates to hollywood but what so have several thoughts about it but the one thought that i want to highlight that i learned that i was not aware of because my eyes were closed to it was the plight of the transgender character Mm -hmm. in movies has been tragic it's either tragic or joke so what i mean by that is that like you know if you think about law and order they don't put a transgender character but no they've been murdered they were the person that was killed at the beginning you think about uh was it gone girl or girl gone uh the one she won an oscar for it uh i can't remember but like even her character gets killed at the end. But uh, I was recently watching Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. And at the end, do you remember that movie, Brisha? 
I mean, it was one of my favorites. I mean, I have to go back for the reference, but. So Einhorn, he remembers, well, Einhorn, he discovers, is, was born a man. Oh. And once he discovers that, because Einhorn, Finkel, he's like, Finkel is Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn, yeah. Einhorn is Einhorn. Once he discovers that and he had, um, he recalls that he had kissed the the woman, he yeah. begins to like try to make himself throw up, like goes through this whole like thing of like, you know, trying to cleanse himself of ever being with someone who was transgender. And then at the very end, this is the part that really, the, the, when, when I watched Ace Ventura recently, this is before watching, um, Hillary Swank is the one who won the the uh, the Oscar for the thing that I was referring to. I still can't remember the name of the movie, but yeah, I, that was, um, was boys, boys, right? No, no, something like it. But at the end, when he's trying to, um, when he was trying to get everybody to know that he was right and that. Einhorn was Finkel and Finkel was Einhorn. He rips her out of her shirt. She has breasts. And he's like, ah. And he pulls down her her dress. And we're looking at the front of her. And there's no evidence of any, you know, penis or testicles. And Mm -hmm. then he turns her around. And you see the imprint of testicles Mm -hmm. and penis. And then everybody starts to throw up. In the movie, oh. at the end of that movie, and I was like, I remember watching it recently. I'm talking about doing quarantine, and I, was I like, watched that as a kid, and I didn't even, didn't even know what I was watching. I was like, oh, well, that's just terrible. Yeah. Like I realized, but I, I realized in that movie was terrible. I didn't realize how much that had repeated itself in cinema. This thing of making trans people feel as though as though they were just so repulsive repulsive and um i was like oh man like that had like i my heart like actually i was it broke for them because i was like that's got to be something now granted this is what i will say not to make any excuses for the movie as a young person watching it i never saw I never, and I loved Ace Ventura. We would play Ace Ventura. I didn't see the Finkel character as someone, as a a trans person. I saw it as a crazy person who went into deep disguise to take out a football team. Yeah. Like I wasn't seeing it. I wasn't connecting it for myself as this is a person who felt like they were born in the wrong body. So they went through a transition. I thought it was, this is a crazy person who wanted to get back at an entire team. So they went under deep, deep, deep disguise, had a full blown sex change and decided this whole plan. Like, so um, regardless, regardless of whether how I saw it younger, I now am like, ah, man. That's just terrible. Right. So that was um, like looking back at shows and realizing like, I mean, they're always the, they love to use people who don't, you know, there are people who are trans that transitioned 
very well. There's like, see, it's seamless. Like you cannot tell what their assigned gender was, right? And, but like a lot of times in movies, they will purposefully put a, a guy who looks very masculine in a wig and in terrible makeup to again make them remember the show. Right. That's not even how it is. I mean, there are some trans people. There are some. I mean, you have, don't beards, like, you have all they, kinds of. That's, that still have very masculine features. I'm referring to trans women. But like that is their way to make a joke of it is to make them look like not put together. And um, I was just like, whoa. Like it was, it was very eye opening to me to, to be like, wow, you had to watch this. All these years, all this your own identity of what it is to be a transgender. Yeah. So I'm realizing like, oh man, that is hugely inappropriate. I didn't see that as a younger child because obviously like everybody has been saying, we see things in a, under a different lens. And also we take on a lot of times what well, society says yeah, is acceptable. Someone just mentioned Shantae G. She said, you don't ever see it as a child, but there are so many shows, music, and movies. Jamie Foxx did it as Wanda and Martin with Shanene. But what's so funny about, to me, about that, I knew it was, I, I'll keep hiccuping, but I knew it was Jamie Foxx, but I took it as, I took it as, Shanae, I took it as Wanda was a woman. I didn't think of it, or or even as Shanene. I was happy to she, see Shanene as the woman Shanene. I didn't picture her as a man dressed up as a woman. I took it as it was a character, Shanene, and Shanene is on the screen. Right, but the joke of it is, is that you're looking at these... A, a Very, awful depiction of yes. a woman, a woman. But yeah. I, I just think from, you know, just when I was growing up, of course, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want a black woman, you know, like, up. Oh, I mean, I know some black women at us, so, you know, mm -hmm. some women, white, black, Hispanic. Right. All kinds that are different. But I just thought it was so interesting. Yeah. And no, I'm the, we're, we're not saying, um, though, for those of you all who are saying those weren't trans characters, we're not saying that they were. We're saying that the, there's a joke. There was an overriding joke of picturing a man. Man and a woman garb being yes. hilarious, like too yeah. long through. Right. Like, um, because Jamie and them weren't playing, I'm a man. Uh, the, the, the character of weren't humanized. Wanda, they weren't humanized. Right. And the character of Wanda wasn't, look at me, this man being a woman. It was Wanda looks like this. And the only type of person that would look like this is someone who would like be trans transitioning. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Um, so, it yeah, I just, huh? It ain't right, I guess. Yeah, no. It yeah, right. I just was. I was like, wow, like my heart really did because I could, I can't imagine if all the images that I saw, if the only images I saw of black women were to either be murdered or to make fun, be made fun of, what that would do to my psyche. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. into- And how that is still going, you know? Yes. Because, and how that is still going, you know, the, the rates of women that are- being killed 
you know, trans women that are being killed right now yeah, and how they're even depicted in media. Um, yeah. It's just, it's such a reflection of what we need to change and be aware of. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the one thing I didn't want to dive deeper. And then, like I said, get us dragged. I want to watch Disclosure. I've been, I've been putting it off, but I'm going to watch Disclosure tonight. Yeah. And um, just because, it. and because I am, I am not, Active in that community, I'm still learning what language is deemed appropriate, what language is deemed hurtful. So I didn't want to have a longer conversation of it. I just wanted to share what, what I had learned. Saw, right. What I had learned is hella inappropriate. Like, and it was blatant. It was as a grown woman, it's very blatant. But because I haven't gone really looked at those, looked at those memories of what I've saw in the eyes of from the eyes of trans rights and everything like once i did because of the documentary i was like oh my god oh this is terrible so anyways that's the last inappropriate moment we will discuss today but yeah check out if um I thought the documentary was okay. I thought that there was pieces that I felt like they left out or could have explained more, but I still think it's uh, informative, uh, very inf informative regardless. So check it out. If you feel I like watch it tonight, I really do. And I really hope that in some time in the near future, like soon, sooner than later, mm -hmm. that trans women can have a seat at the table with women of color and just women, but mostly women of color because it is, um, you know, it's just, it's, 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 imp it's, it's time for women of color and trans women to sit at a table and just talk, mm. talk about our differences, talk about our similarities and really get an understanding of each other. Very good. I would like no. that. I would well, really like that. And I would like to see that. Um, Sherry, we're not talking about it on, uh, me and Kev won't be talking about that on Here's the Thing. This is why I decided to bring it up now. Since I watched the documentary, I was like, well, let me take the information I learned and pass it on. So let's, let's watch the documentary, but I want us all to have a conversation because I don't like the gray area of us not knowing what to say and mm -hmm. what's appropriate. And I want it to be a forum for all women. Yeah, 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 yeah. So guys, let's lay down your edges before we let you go. Okay. So we're going to give you something to just soothe your mind and your body and your soul. Okay. So I'm going to give you something that I did today. I did had a random, random day of self-care today. And you know how sometimes we're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to, because I kept saying after my birthday weekend, I was like, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to take a bath. And I was exhausted. I've never gotten a bath. I just got in the bed. So I would say once the moment or mo once the moment presents itself, do not put self-care off. If you have the moment, take it. I, it was so nice today deciding because I did so much editing yesterday and I was just like, I'm not editing another goddamn thing, even though I did. 
But I was like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to do a couple of Instagram posts. I'm going to talk to, you know, my followers and stuff a little bit. And then I'm just going to do what I want to do to feel good. I'm not going to wait for self-care Saturday or self-care Sunday. It's about to be take care of Angel Thursday. Um, So truly when the moment, because I think a lot of times we think the moment will present itself later. We're like, you know what? I'll get time. But then you get busy something else puts oh, and you know what and I, I'll, I'll say this oh this is this other thing i'll say uh for lay down your edges and then i'll stop talking because i'm doing this bible study with my husband on ambition you guys are so good and i put it and i put it in it's just a seven day um thing and i'm almost i gotta make sure i do today it's just a seven day uh bible study or devotional and i put it in my instagram post about when you say yes to something, you are ultimately saying no to something else. So if I say, oh, yes, I can do this podcast, right? I'm ultimately saying that on Thursdays, I'm saying no to anything else at this time, right? Yeah. So with that being said, when you say no to self-care, you will probably put something in its place. And you might accidentally say yes to something where you thought you were going to say say yes to self-care. You might accidentally say yes to something else, whether it be I'm going to be on the phone with my girlfriend or whether it be I'm going to help my husband with something. You'll accidentally say yes to something where self-care was supposed to be the thing you were going to say yes to. So, again, when the moment arises, just go ahead and say yes to self-care. Okay? Yes for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my lay your edges down moment. What's yours, Brisha? Um, well, you know, in this time of reflection and what I touched on earlier, it's just like educating ourselves on all the gray areas. I'm learning more about our history. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was part of the people that were like, why am I just finding out about this historical moment on mm-hmm. Instagram? So uh-huh. I'm reading more. I'm Educating myself, I'm learning about different authors and different documentaries that I can watch. I watched The Hidden Truths of um, Black Warfare recently, which was very enlightening. And um, I'm going to watch the whole entire series. And so I've been educating myself about that. Of course, I want to further my knowledge about trans lives and wanting that wanting it to matter more in my life. So educating myself as much as possible so I can be fully educated on the language um, and just knowing more. Mm -hmm. So I will watch Disclosure tonight and Mm -hmm. I will have more conversations with people that I haven't been able to have conversations with just so I can learn more. Um, And so I can spread more, more love, more, more truths, more factual Mm-hmm. Uh, content than just speculated or trying to figure it out, you know? So that's what I've been taking the time to do and, you know, lay your edges that way. So anytime there's any confusion, find out the truths. Yes. Yeah. Find out the truths. You guys, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of hold on to your edges. Um, we missed you guys. With- just us being us, you know? Yeah. Not- I mean, it's, it's, it's here, you know? Yeah. Here, this is where it's at. I'm so you know, something I'm mad that we didn't talk about, but we're not going to talk about it today during the edge snatchable moment. 
But since you said gaining knowledge, finding out that the ice cream truck song was called Super Racist. Niggas love watermelon. Yes. And niggas do love watermelon. Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that uh, out of when when slavery ended, that was like the main thing. Selling watermelon was like the main entrepreneurship of black, you know, freed slaves and then they you know they being the others they criminalized it and made it seem like such a stereotype and they put it in their movies about the black face with the watermelon so that black people didn't want to buy watermelon because they didn't want to participate in that stereotype wow what i'm learning while i'm learning while you learning Okay, black people enjoy watermelon. Okay, it is what we like, and it is okay. I don't like watermelon. I I love watermelon, and eat the ones with seeds. It's okay. Spit them out. But um, but no, they were making entrepreneur effort efforts, and as soon as they the others started seeing that we started making income and starting to buy property and things like that. You know, they made they it. They said, we're going to make y'all feel real stupid for eating watermelon. Stupid for watermelon. No, mm. watermelon is good. I don't like it, but I love it in a cocktail. Okay. Mm. Love it in a cocktail. Um, mm. All right, guys. So we'll catch you all next week on Hold On to Your Edge. We'll have uh, new guests on. So you all be ready, be locked and loaded. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you all then. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.